Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, August 24th. Today on the show, we've got a camp update as the Titans return to practice. A bunch of guys back out there on the practice field, which is great to see. The offense struggling once again in red zone situations, which is not great to see. Derrick Henry taking his first real live reps. Just how noticeable it is that Mike Vrabel is not at practice. We got a quick update from Major League Baseball and the Atlanta Braves as they surge into the fall. But we begin with my prediction. Sure to go wrong about the Tennessee Volunteers quarterback situation. By now you know that the 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. But I want to tell you a story this morning. Somebody that I've alluded to in the past on the show. A a friend of mine here in the market who bought a house, needed it to be renovated, has three children, including a newborn, was on vacation for two months visiting family and friends outside of the area so that the renovation could be done. And midway through this vacation, midway through summer break for him and his family, they find out that none of the work is going to get done on their house. What are they supposed to do? They have to come back and do it all themselves. This is the reason you call the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. This is not a business where you can trust everybody. It's sad, but it's true. This is why the Kingston Group has been successful in Nashville, locally owned, award-winning, for over a decade. Because you can trust them. It's why my family uses the Kingston Group. It's why your family should use the Kingston Group. Don't leave this stuff up to chance, all right? Check out the website buildkg.com and trust the name the Kingston Group there is real life actual college football this week happening this Saturday the season is starting I don't care if you don't like Nebraska and Illinois Yukon and Fresno State Hawaii at UCLA UTEP at New Mexico State Southern Utah at San Jose State throw out the records it doesn't matter you can gamble on it you can watch it and it's very real and very spectacular College football season is here. I know it's week zero. I know all the big boys get started next week, but there is legitimate actual football to be watched this Saturday. The greatest sport on the planet begins on Saturday. If you can't tell, I'm a little excited about it. So let me try to lay out what I think is going to happen in the Tennessee quarterback battle. If I had to guess, based on what we've seen so far and what we know, Joe Milton is going to start against Bowling Green next Thursday. He will play relatively well. The offense will score 40 or 45 points. They will destroy Bowling Green. I don't know if they cover the 34, but they destroy Bowling Green, and people feel great about Joe Milton. He will be 24 of 48 passing and have a boatload of touchdowns, and it's going to look great in the stat sheet. Then they're going to play Pittsburgh. And halfway through the game against Pittsburgh, Harrison Bailey is going to end up in the lineup at some point. Pittsburgh's defensive line is going to make things difficult for Joe Milton and the Tennessee offensive line. Maybe they're not able to run the football. Maybe they don't have enough time to throw, even in an offense designed to get it out in record time. Harrison Bailey will come in and settle things down, and then we will have a very real quarterback battle heading into week three. That is my prediction for what is going to take place with the Tennessee quarterback battle. I wanted to have it in stone on the podcast, and I want receipts in case it actually does happen this way. I just wanted to get it out there now so that I can say I said it, in the future. You know what I mean? All right, let's get to some Titans camp notes as they are back in Nashville practicing at St. Thomas Sports Park on Monday in the dead of the heat at noon. A couple of things, obviously, of note. No Mike Vrabel, and it is ridiculously obvious that he's not out there. The voice, the cussing, the, the, you know, the constant coaching up, 
the the presence the you know sometimes it's snarky sometimes it's funny sometimes it's angry but his presence is constant at practice and he's bouncing around he's going from position group to position group to position group and he coaches up almost every player at every detail at any given point during the day and you can just tell that he's not out there now, does it affect the team this season? Is it going to change their win and loss record? No. But I do think it's worth noting that it, that his presence is such a huge factor on the practice field. I, I do think it's worth noting that when he's not there, the energy levels are very different. It, that That's all. It's just a very different experience watching practice, and I think that's a big deal. I think that, that actually is is a big comment in favor of Mike Vrabel as the leader of men in the Tennessee Titans locker room. Number two... Derrick Henry took, I thought, his first full-speed team reps of the entire camp. They went big-time team drills to end the practice session like they normally do, and Derrick Henry was taking full-speed reps. Jeffrey Simmons and Roger Saffold were getting into it. It's the first time I've seen Derrick Henry, you know, again, he wasn't being knocked to the ground or anything, but it's the first time I've seen Derrick Henry take any real live intense reps at any point during practice or any games, obviously. So that's good news. That means they're getting their human cyborg robot football machine ready to go for the regular season to see him out there. A.J. Brown walked around, ran a couple of drills at the beginning of practice, and then sort of went back into the facility. So again, I don't know what the Adam Schefter report was all about. He said something about a tweak or a minor injury. I don't know if that's referring to sort of A.J. Brown just being eased back into practice. I've seen him run around at camp full speed most of the time he's been out there on Monday he was out there for a brief hot minute and then you know after a couple of drills was was back inside Ben Jones and Nate Davis were out there uh, back at practice which is great news for a Titans offensive line that is right now I think the biggest question on the depth chart from a depth standpoint they did not really run in the big team drills when they were going full speed they kept them out of there that was uh Runyer and, and Raidens and Raidens once again had a couple of bad moments but um, good to see Ben Jones and Nate Davis sort of bouncing around and, and yapping like offensive linemen tend to do. In the two-minute drill, they put 30 seconds on the clock, and this was interesting. And some of this is because A.J. Brown and Julio Jones aren't playing. But the offense struggled in that situation. They got down inside the 10-yard line, and multiple, you know, Kevin Byard had an interception. There was almost another interception. Tannehill had to throw the ball away on another couple of plays. It just didn't look good on offense, much like it has in all of camp. And what that tells me is two things. Number one, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are very good, and this offense will be very different when they are out there. But it also tells me that while we've talked a lot, myself included, of the depth that the Titans wide receiving core has, that it's deeper than we've seen in years, if A.J. and Julio get hurt, there's not a whole lot there to step up and become star power. I think Josh Reynolds is fine player, serviceable player, and will do a fine job as a number three. If he needs to play a number two in a pinch, fine. But I don't think there's many guys past Julio and AJ that are true playmakers on this roster. If those two guys are hurt for any period of time, this offense is in trouble. As much as it pains me to bring this up, the Atlanta Braves have won like 100 straight games in a row. I think maybe like 110 on the road or something like that. And they have taken control of the NL East with just 40 plus games to go in the regular season. They are well ahead of Philadelphia and way ahead of my New York Mets who have decided to take a massive dump on their season, as is tradition. No, the Atlanta Braves should be considered the frontrunner. They have control of the NL East and are looking to win yet another division championship. I do not see the weaponry and the talent for Philadelphia to chase them down over the last couple of months of the season, but who knows? 
I still give a huge edge to the Atlanta Braves. They are right in the middle of a huge series this week against the New York Yankees. Game two in Atlanta will take place Tuesday evening at 620, so keep an eye on what's taking place in Atlanta. That's a World Series type preview type of series, so keep an eye on that, uh, of course, as the Atlanta Braves surge into the fall. Stupid Mets. The 440 is brought to you every single morning for free by the wonderful people at the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. When you have a major decision coming on your house, a major remodel, a renovation, an addition, a new wing. I don't know how many people have new wings, but whatever. If you need a new wing, the Kingston Group is your only choice. BuildKG.com. Go check out the website. Thank you all for listening. Please share the show. It's not asking a whole lot. If you guys listen and you like the product, please just share the product. Just tell one person about the show. You can write a review, rate it, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that great stuff. So do all that. We, we greatly appreciate it. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Thank you all for listening. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, August 24th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.